Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits late, Shantae, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The Word of the Gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community and in pop culture at large. That's your fabulous host, Lenny, and I'm her camp co-host, Brandy. Thanks for tuning in. Follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to send us word suggestions. Absolutely. So this week's episode is all about bisexual slang. Yes. Now, for those that aren't aware, bisexuality is when an individual is sexually attracted to more than one gender, whether it be men, women, transgender, or genderqueer people. Yeah. So for something different in fun game show fashion, Lenny, we are doing... Wheel of Bisexual Fortune. Wow, I can't wait. <laughs> now, I've made a wheel. I've got some light-up boxes and I've rented a <laughs> shitty gown. I Lenny, can see. <laughs> welcome to the show as our only contestant. <laughs> now, Lenny is a lesbian university student based in <laughs> Melbourne. She loves cooking, wearing a picnic pant and not parting with Brendy Ford. <laughs> welcome, Lenny. <laughs> Oh, that's great. First and foremost, a lesbian. I like that you put that at the top. Well, I had to go with your it's, strengths. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you is my weakness. Huge. Oh, that's great. Huge. All right. You ready to spin it? Yep. I'm going. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Okay. So we've landed on a word. It is one word, two vowels, Lenny. Hmm. Based on the theme of the show, is it by het? Correct. Oh, how did I get that? <laughs> It's in your script. So this is used to describe bisexual women who either are currently in or enter an opposite sex relationship. Yeah. So a woman identifies as bisexual but has a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Someone may refer to them as bi-het. Yeah. Which is kind of a common misconception and a bit of a form of bi-erasure as well. So you shouldn't really cease to be bisexual just because you're entering a relationship or sleeping with someone of the opposite sex. It's kind of, that's what the label implies. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of both. You don't become homosexual or what would you call it? Bi-homo when you enter a same-sex attracted relationship. But people assume that being bi is being poly. 
Yes, yeah. such and that you'll miss the other sex in a relationship. Yeah. But that's not entirely true. It's all about what you're sexually attracted to at the time. And or even the person. You yeah. Know, once you enter the relationship, you're yeah, not necessarily a... pining the loss of not being able to Dick. sleep with the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah or for JJ. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, bisexual people cop a lot of flack for this. What this kind of word insinuates is that they're actually straight, but they want that by credibility. Mm-hmm. They're also perceived as kind of... Um, wanting to take advantage of straight privilege but just like you know many homosexuals and heterosexuals mm-hmm. and whoever even how much it may plague some people they are just attracted to who they're attracted to so Absolutely. if a bisexual woman ends up with a man or is dating a man that doesn't make them like a traitor or heterosexual um, and it also discounts their relation to homophobia because when they have been in relationships with women or sleeping with women mm-hmm. they had their own experience with that or also. Even, so even it's just how some people just think, oh, they're just getting the best of both worlds. Well, yeah. No. I mean, even, I mean, a lot of this is about women because a lot of these words are going to refer to women because they're just more exist. Yeah. But and even society women, is more focused on women being bisexual yes, as um, opposed to men being bisexual. But even bisexual women in relationships with men can have a hard time as well, judged by their kind of past experiences or just generally their attraction to women. All right, Del, next spin. Let's go for it. Okay, I'm going. I'm spinning it. <laughs> this noise is filthy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, God. What? Ah, there we go. <laughs> it was one of those moments where you think it's going to go on and to the 500 ticks, and yeah. then it just went on to the 100 and it's yeah. like, oh, fine, all right. <laughs> so, two words, Dal. Five vowels and I'll give you a clue. Yep. It is linked to a shaving brand. Is it Gillette Blade? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's the only one I know. Um, it's a word that was used in the 1950s to describe bisexuals because they cut both ways, mm-hmm. um, in quotation marks, just like the razor did. Um, and potentially Gillette was behind this. I don't know. It could be some like clever marketing. Really? To get their name. I don't know. Sneaky Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I sort of saw Gillette Blade as implying two things. That yep. bisexuals, as you said, cut both ways. They go both ways. Exactly. Yep. But then they can also cut you emotionally. Yeah. Mm. I mean... Look, anyone can cut you emotionally. People yeah. who've had bad experiences with bisexuals have also had bad experiences with homosexuals. Oh, of course. But, you know, sometimes if that sticks out as an experience because it's the one person you're with, that's how that sort of stuff develops. And we all probably are guilty of, of doing it. Oh, God, in my early my early days when I came <laughs> yep. out, we were all so very, very – and it's terrible, but a, yep. a number of us gay men were very wary of Shit. dating – bisexual men because we're like they're only going to leave us for a woman or we're going to get easily hurt by them because sometimes no different in to that being hurt si- by another gay man i mean i think in that situation if someone was openly bisexual yeah there's no extra risk but i think that maybe that perception came from people who were like closeted and gay and mm-hmm. with women because those people I, you know that can lead to a bit more drama and being hurt because of you oh, know yeah. someone's unwillingness to come out of the closet so I, I kind of understand that perception but I think they've been a bit confused I think it was also just yeah. that immature yes exactly view of like what if he leaves me for a woman yeah well, it's like well what if he also just leaves, leaves you for, for a another man? guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah totally There's not much difference and terribly bisexual women were actually blamed for spreading HIV to lesbians back in the 80s. There was one woman that said, I was completely ostracised. They said I was polluting the community because I was exposing myself to HIV through having sex with men. Honestly. Look, if you use protection, 
shouldn't matter. No. Um, and yeah, lots of people were affected by by that. Um, I think that would that probably came from some you know radical feminists that maybe just really hated men, which I totally understand. All that. But yeah, I think it's misdirected at women that yeah. happen to be attracted to men and want to sleep with them. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because I've always thought that, particularly with HIV more so than other STIs, that mm. it's harder for women to contract from a woman. So, like, easy for gay yeah. men, easy for women having sex with men. Yes. But for women, there's not that same exchange of bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. There's an exchange, but it's a different exchange. <laughs> so who knows if it's only been spread by sex or if potentially, um, you know, drug use and sharing needles and stuff like that. Or yeah. Gillette razor blades. <laughs> True, sharing razor blades. I do Who share knows? my razor blades. Yeah, my, yeah I, do you? Yeah, sometimes. Then he grows. With my girlfriend. No. Yuck, do you share your toothbrush? Actually, I don't share it. She just uses it. No, no, no. My razor is my razor. Same as my toothbrush. Yep. Same as my douche. Like, it's... I, do you not use it? Same as my ice cream tub. No, fun story yeah, about yeah. Gillette. Okay. Um, about 10 years ago. So, they did this big campaign because they wanted to get... Lesbians shaving. Oh, well, no, more, I think they were, it was, that was more, my attempt at a joke. <laughs> no, it was more um, they wanted to reach out to the younger male crowd again and oh, you know, yep. be able to sort of identify with them. So they decided they pretty much got all this data. Anybody that was any male that was turning 18 would yep. receive a package of a free razor blade from Gillette yep. with like a kit saying happy 18th birthday and happy shaving, yep. like you've become a man. Their data was incorrect and <laughs> teenage girls, mothers, oh my God. middle-aged yep. women, <laughs> men that have been shaving for about 20 years, oh, no. like all started getting these packages and everyone's like, what is going on? Um, and you can see it actually on social media. People That's are like, really funny. thanks Gillette, I'm a uh, I love that. 15 year old girl, but I really appreciate it. Razors are expensive. <laughs> Some guy's like, thanks Gillette, I've been shaving for 30 years, but I really appreciate it. Costly. All right, Dal, you are on a roll. Let's go again. So your next word is two words, three vowels. Has a little bit to do with uh, sport. Mm. It wouldn't be switch hitter, would it? (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) So a switch hitter is a bisexual or sexually fluid guy or gal. Mm -hmm. And it was originally a baseball term for someone who bats with both hands equally. Okay, that's both ways. But of course, we all would probably know it as batting for both teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the uh, reactions that bisexual people get from, say, their homosexual and heterosexual friends, yes, that apparently can vary a lot. Mm-hmm. So often heterosexual friends will assume that they're a bit confused yes. and that they're really heterosexual. Homosexual friends are just like, come on, join our team. Like, you know, you're kidding yourself. You're on the halfway road to the gay town. Yeah. Yes. Which is heinous. Yes, Again, heinous. also very narrow-minded. I mean, not everyone has to be like you. Me. Not you, but like, you know, us, like anybody. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think we all get, you know, fixated on how can this person have this different experience or attraction or whatever. But how does also, it work? Like, back in the 90s and even before then, people didn't believe in bisexuality. Yeah, no, totally. Not everyone. Like, I yep. shouldn't stereotype, but a lot, of, a lot of people didn't believe in it where they thought it was, as I said, the halfway house to get of many jokes, yeah. Or, you know, it's just a phase yeah. or they're just wanting attention mm-hmm. or women being bisexual is very much just 
oh, okay, yep, oh, fair enough. Yep. Whereas for men, it's no, no, no. No, yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah, and usually if it's a man, he's thought of as being gay yes. because he's ruined, he must be gay if he wants to do that. Mm-hmm. No woman's going to want to be with him. And that's still actually probably the way a lot of straight women feel, unfortunately. But I think that's definitely changing. But it is interesting, yeah, the perception of both. The woman's, yes. like, confused, just, like, fooling around, and he's definitely gay. Yeah. It's he's sad. He's definitely gay. He just hasn't worked it out yet. Yeah. It's much harder for a guy to come out as bisexual than homosexual. So it's actually like harder. He's already done that job, that work. Mm. And then people like, no, you're actually gay. It would just be like laborious to kind of defend that. Excluding when people often, you know, are young and say I'm bisexual because they haven't come to terms with their homosexuality. That is something that people say. And of course I understand why that's, it makes it sound softer to the person that's saying it. Yeah. That's coming out. So it's just like a progression, but it doesn't mean that everyone that's saying that is lying. And it's probably not (laughs) fair on the individuals who actually are bisexual. Totally. When the rest of us are just like, oh, I'm just going to use it as a stepping stone. I know, but I'm not going to, you know, like be like, Brendy, that was so bad of you to say you're bisexual. Like, you didn't, you <laughs> you're know. the fucking worst, Brendy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, switch it is. So good. All right, Dal, you're, no you're on a fucking roll here. We are up to our fourth word. I think switch it is my favourite. <laughs> Slang, yeah, so far. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. One word, Dal. Three vowels. Yep. Spin away. Probably should have spun um, before I gave you those. <laughs> that's okay. I'm spinning now. <laughs> Why is it getting fun? <laughs> now, this is a term used for a former lesbian mm-hmm. who's become heterosexual. It can be a bisexual woman who is labelled straight because they're currently dating a man. Has been. Very, very clever word. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose some lesbians, because they have the privilege of Mm. not having to be with men, find it confusing that anyone that could pick, you know, or I'm not implying they can pick, but the choice of dating a woman or a man, or they're attracted to men or women, would choose a man. Like, I understand it. It's because, you know, men are problematic in many ways. I know so many straight women that are like, I've tried dating a woman and I just can't. Like, I want to because my relationships with men have been fucked. They're fucked. Like, but I actually can't. Unfortunately, I'm straight. So, like, you know, they're constantly complaining about these things and they can't change it. I suppose while people might find it confusing, we're really thinking of it in a very, you know, limited way. It's not as simple as just being like, you're attracted to both men and women. Why wouldn't you just choose women? Firstly, there's like a scale. Mm. And secondly, you just might happen to find a man that they like. And that's just how people meet anyone. 
So the label has been is often used when someone like your friend has dated women for a prolonged period, yes, not being bisexual, and then they have either said that they are now heterosexual or they started dating men and then maybe identify as bisexual, but because they you know enter a relationship with a man, they're seen as you know being a traitor or whatever. Yeah. But just as people can be confused about whether they're gay or not, people can also have an experience of being gay and be open to more things than maybe you realize or it changes with time. But yeah, it's not, I think sometimes you don't want to say that you can be confused about being gay because then it gives ammunition to other people to say, well, everyone's confused. It doesn't mean that. It just means that just as straight people can go a really long time thinking they're straight and then realize they're gay. It's the same story. Um, How many married men are there? Yeah. Literally later on in life, I'm like, oh, actually. Or even women that are just like, I'm 40 now and I'm over my husband and men and they're like, I'm a lesbian or like, I'm going to date women and good for them. Maybe sometimes it's just one person specific. They've gone all this time dating the same sex and then they meet person of the opposite sex and it's like really great. There's also the perception sometimes by homosexuals that a heterosexual life is easier due to the heteronormative standards of society. But also, like, I've had so many over the years meet straight people and they're just like, oh, my God, being gay must be so much easier to pick yeah. up. And it's like, well... It's not about picking up. Uh, I just think that, like, women... Or, you know, women... so much easier to meet someone or yeah. being a lesbian must be just so much easier. It's like, well, no, we're all just fucking human. True, but I, I'm grateful every day. And 100%. I, I honestly think... I'm so like, happy I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> and I also... Do you think that, unfortunately, that for heterosexual people, that just two men and two women are just more compatible in so many ways? Like, so I just much more fun. hear stuff all the time that's just like, oh, that's so, that's such a shame. Like, <laughs> just doesn't, men come in like two seconds, women take forever. Like, how is that? But then two men and two women can just have better sex because of those things. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily like understanding the body. It's just like emotional things, like just needs. Even though everyone's different, I still kind of just think it's when you hear about heterosexual problems, they're often different, even though gay people can have the same. It's limiting. It's limiting in the sense that it's like, oh, yep, okay, so we've got to live the Australian dream of like, you know, get a job, buy a house, get married, pop out some kids, yada, yada. It's this this pathway that's kind of unfortunately instilled in people if this is what you have to do. Mm. Whereas us as, you know, part of society that are, you know, seen as different, we break away from that and we're like, we're just going to choose our own fucking adventure. Yeah, totally. And a lot of us go on different pathways, explore ourselves emotionally and go into so many different careers or whatever. Yep. I totally I agree. Think I think yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I think it's kind of sad for the other part of society that they don't get mm. to explore. I don't well, know. Like- I think that when people look at that and they've maybe had some bad relationships and just kind of over it, they'll look to that heterosexual life and be like, oh, look at my friends. They're all married with kids in this house. And yeah. and for me, I mean, that's not appealing. But people look at that after being a bit disenfranchised mm-hmm. and then think, I've had people say this. Like, I know gay women that have said this, that they wanted to try to be with a man, but that's not who they are. So not saying that this is the reason that a lot of people become, you know, hasbians, just no. using the word. But some people definitely do. Like, it just looks easier. They have less emotional attachments. A lot of women 
get their actual power and confidence through men due to conditioning of society. Like you can't be your own person and go out and do these things. You need the man there mm-hmm. to decide and drive it and give you the confidence and be by your side, which, which is, is completely, completely wrong. wrong. Yeah. I've also had moments where I've gone to weddings and I haven't been given a plus one and I'm that person on that table and that's yep. fine. And you do sometimes, you do feel it when you're sitting at, a heterosexual wedding and you and the waiter are the only other gays in the building yes. and you're sort of looking would, at each other like yeah that was fuck. me earlier this year and yes and you sort of <laughs> have that moment where you're like fuck I'd really like a plus one here right now but then at the same time you sort of sit there and you look around and you get chatting to Susan next yeah. to you and you're like oh how do you and your husband know each other oh well we've been together since we were 18 I'm, oh cool okay you're 60 now yeah and I just <laughs> sort of look at it but and I'm like I bet you had the most fun at that wedding. I had a hoot. Yeah. I did have a hoot. Yeah. But at the same time, I sort of looked at Susan. (laughs) Old Susan. Good good old Susan. Susan. Six-year-old Susan. And sitting with Susan and just listening to her story, I'm like, oh, this is really romantic. But then at the same time, I'm sort of like, fuck, your 20s was the time when you could have gone out and experimented and found out what. Maybe you're bi, Susan. (laughs) Maybe you are. Susan, you've only had one dick. (laughs) Shit. Maybe (laughs) not. There is a whole other world out there, Susan. Let's go. I'm taking you now. Get in there. Let's drive, Susan. Let's drive. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. You know, yeah, you know those totally. moments. Yeah. yeah, I totally see why that can be appealing. So then I was reading a thing about how a person was saying that maybe these women are thinking about motherhood and that's why they enter the relationships right. with the man, which I think is quite outdated and I don't really think... 100% outdated. Yeah, like that's yeah. anything to do with it. But it did remind me of an old study, which I'd like to call the pill theory, which is oh. the link between the contraceptive pill for women and attraction. So a woman can actually be like turned off her boyfriend after coming off the pill because of the effect it has on your hormones and the fact that it fools your body into thinking you're pregnant. It found that women on the pill are attracted to the smell of genetically similar men. You look disgusted. And women not on the <laughs> pill. I'm women not taking on the, it all on board, Del. Yeah. <laughs> and women not on the pill are attracted to men that smell genetically different. Wow. So I haven't done any studies, but I think. Yet. <laughs> yes. Would you like to take an armpit smear? <laughs> I think that this could be the reason that sometimes attraction to sex can change or that they can realise something. Because if you hmm. go your whole life thinking you're attracted to men and you're on the pill, yeah. then what is this doing to people's bodies? There was actually another study also that women who went off the pill during the relationship became less sexually satisfied with their partners too. So I was at the lame duck the other night, Lenny. And I was having an espresso martini at the bar. Yep. Friends were dancing on the dance floor. And I got chatting to this guy, relatively cute. He had this big quaff and he had a bit of a James Dean kind yep. of vibe going on about him and flirting up a storm and whatnot and chatting a bit more about this, that, the other. And then all of a sudden I realised that I wasn't cracking on to a gay man. I was cracking on to a lesbian. Oh! <laughs> I had a moment. Cute! <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> And then when it hit me, I was like, oh, my God. And I think she knew that I didn't realise that. Yes. Anyway, I was just like, oh, I've just got to go to the bathroom. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Went to the bathroom, went to the cubicle, had an existential crisis because I was like, what the fuck? You're straight, Brendan. But only for lesbians. Right now. (laughs) You're straight for lesbians. What are you going to (laughs) do? I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, it's not a big deal. This is funny, though. <laughs> just sitting on the toilet crying, being like, what am I? Yeah. Anyway. I can actually imagine the James Dean, the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. All right, Dal, we are on to our final round. So it's one word, one vowel. 
starts with an L, mm-hmm. it ends in UG. Lug. <laughs> Boom. Which is an acronym for lesbian until graduation, also known as gay until graduation or a gug, or bisexual <laughs> until graduation, which is a bug. Bug, a cheeky bug. <laughs> the word is used to describe women primarily of high school or college age who assume to be experimenting with or adopting a temporary lesbian or bisexual identity. They'll be adopting a heterosexual lifestyle. Straight after college. Straight yep. after college, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all a phase. Yeah. It's all experimentation. <laughs> so the lesbian until graduation is the girl who experiments with same-sex relationships in college. Who, I guess if it was in high school, we saw a lot of these girls at parties just well, possibly you... making out with other girls for boys' attention. Yeah. I, I use that in like... The I mean, years. high school, people still do it now. True. That's a whole other kettle of fish. I saw a lot of it during high school. Oh, yeah, so much. Guys just like chanting it on and I'm just like, oh, okay, oh. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go with the flow. Play. <laughs> <laughs> it's go cool, on, Brendy. Go, go under the radar. Go under the radar. <laughs> and then you just start doing it with a guy and it's like, that's not okay, Brendy. The women aren't into that. Hopefully the fact that, you know, this sort of experimentation is more socially acceptable for women is kind of changing now for men. Well, yeah. you'd think so. You'd like to think so. There are, you know, those sort of women that do this stuff for the attention of men. And, you know, I'm not a fan of that. But no. I don't want to discourage anyone from genuine experimentation. Like, if people want to do that in college because they've been exposed to all these things and, you know, meeting interesting women and learning about feminism, whatever, or just in a new environment, why not experiment? And if it's for you, that's great. And if not, that's also fine. I guess men could be trying it, but it's probably more so behind closed doors as opposed to parties. Yeah, totally. But still twice as many women have had same-sex experiences versus men, though. So I think it would be increasing, even in private, but it's still probably more hidden. Like, even the man doing it in secret, like, is probably more likely to have a crisis about it because of the way that affects his masculinity or heterosexuality. You know, a lug may find that she's in college and... She's just more attracted to women because there's like a different relationship dynamic and it's exciting mm-hmm. and new and she feels solidarity with other queer women. Yes. You know, or maybe, you know, if you're at a college like Sarah Lawrence, which is very women and queer studies focused. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Plus, it probably helps with some bisexual individuals who are experimenting with their sexuality, especially overseas, when they do go to college because a lot of them actually live on campus or move Mm. away from home. Yep. So they are away from their family and... Double your numbers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lenny, you have smashed tonight, Dale. You have been the best... Contestant ever. (laughs) On Wheel of Bisexual Fortune. (laughs) The prizes that you're going away with tonight, goodness, we've got some categories. First will be (laughs) a collection of VHS copies of some of the most fabulous bisexual (laughs) TV shows. Now, these can include Orange is the New Black, Schitt's Creek, The L Word. I really want that episode of Sex in the City where... um, (laughs) Alanis Morissette is in it. Yep. And Carrie's just, you know, most narrow-minded sex columnist... In existence, probably. Oh, God, so yeah, She's the most close-minded, for she's sure. Actually, Charlotte's more open-minded than her. Well, actually, in her, in Sarah Jessica Parker's contract, yep. she did not want any nudity in the show whatsoever, but the other three were fine I'm with it. fine with it, anyway, yeah. But yeah. Okay. You've also got the first three seasons of Glee, because that's when it was good. Oh, yeah. Because of Glee. Yes. And, and Santana. Santana. Yeah. 
Great. There's also Moose Mason on Riverdale. Yes. Oh, I love Moose. There's actually two bi characters in Teen Wolf who are both male. You know, it, it's good to see that because bi representation in popular media tends to skew heavily towards the female experience. And lack of, you know, male bisexuals on screen is quite problematic, but it looks like it's changing a little bit. And there's mm. some new shows that are making an effort to have those characters. Branching out. No one's freaking out or offended or, yeah, it's great. Now, the gifts keep coming. <gasps> yep. You've also won a movie marathon night with your girlfriend at the drive-in. <laughs> I love it. Featured at this movie marathon, you'll be watching Kissing Jessica Stein Classic. from 2001. Yep. The Favourite from 2018. Oh, I, yeah. Watch that again. Of, yeah. Yeah, no. It was not for me Well, Jess won't be coming. She hated that film. Uh, yes, yeah, so did I. Okay, so she's the only one that I also know that did yeah. not enjoy it. It's an interesting bisexual storyline, though. I, I love that. She's a, you know, documented bisexual queen of England, which is, like, you know, really, really interesting for the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was only queen for, like, two or four years. She was. Wasn't a long time. in a good way. No. (laughs) No. What other movies would you like to watch Um, at the Well, I'd love to watch Frida. Okay, About the, you know, the artist, Frida Kahlo. I'd also like to watch Gia, which is based on the life of a model who was a bisexual, and she's actually played by real-life bisexual Angelina Jolie. Ah. Yeah. And, of course, there are a lot of other famous bisexuals. There is, and this leads into our last prize for you, Leonard. You have won a dinner with some cardboard cutouts of our favourite bisexuals. These include Angelina Jolie, Lady Gaga, oh, Margaret Cho, Drew great. Barrymore. Love it. You've also got Marissa off um, The O.C. Cardboard in character. Cutout, in character. <laughs> and Fantastic. My, and my favourite bisexual, Karen Walker off Will and Grace. Oh, the one that's like quite <laughs> she's, homophobic. She's always making out with women and giving off bisexual yeah, vibes. Yeah. Oh, totally. She's got yeah. major lesbian vibes, not even bisexual vibes. She doesn't seem straight. <laughs> And there's also Abby from Broad City who last year said that she was going to be exploring her character's sexuality and she also said about herself that she dates both women and men yeah. and she goes both ways. And there's obviously also Alana who tries to be bisexual all through the seasons but fails <laughs> quite miserably and is very straight and it's really funny. Well, yeah. She, she tries. She, yeah. plus for trying. Yeah, no, a she's experimenting. She's trying but I don't think it's for her. <laughs> Many I'm prizes, ex- so many prizes I'm exhausted. for you, Dal. No, I love the prizes. I mean, you've won, you've you've guessed every word tonight. Yep. You've got a whole I stack of shitty prizes to go home with. <laughs> All the VHS and the cardboard cutouts. Excellent. And on that note, that does bring us to the end of the episode. That was fun. Thank you once again for tuning in to Word of the Gay. You can follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to send us through all your favourite words. Absolutely. Because, yeah, we'd love to get lots of suggestions and give back to the fans. <laughs> <laughs> the many, many fans. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time for our episode on Ally. Yep. It's been a hoot. I'll see you in a fortnight, Brendy. Bye. Bye. 
Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.